You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. I, I'm thinking, I'm not going to fucking edit. This is going to be a raw f- post, more or less. I'm just putting up what we're doing right now. Just boom. How's that? Everybody okay with that? That's yeah. fine. Just, just WTLK it right there. Yeah. Okay. Straight raw. 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 I want to hear a sound like some <laughs> meat hitting a cutting board because it's raw. <laughs> Christmas raw. Oh, geez. Now, Thunder now talks Adam will start raw talking about Christmas. wrestling. You oh both spoke God. at the same time. I heard Beth say Adam's about to talk about wrestling. Adam, did you? I know you just said something. Was it about wrestling? I said Thunder Talks Raw Christmas. Yeah. Basically. Raw. He was no, basically no, Beth, talking no, that's about not true. wrestling. We all had said Raw. He was like the fourth person to say Raw. That is not fair. Okay, you back off. You leave my yeah, sexy Beth. alone. He said it in his best wrestling announcer voice. Therefore, he was talking about wrestling. I'm Beth, and Adam's going to say something about wrestling. <laughs> I'm Adam. All I talk about is movies and wrestling. Oh, wait, that wasn't my Adam voice. I'm Beth. All I do is impression a co-host. I'm Sexy Thor. All I talk about is being Sexy Thor and movies and wrestling. <laughs> I'm, I'm Beth. And watch Beth, me play video savage. games. <laughs> I'm Beth. I do play video games. Oh, my God. Right? Same Z's. We're like twins. I know. Name Beth. So why is it that all wrestling people talk in the same voice as Judge Dredd? I thought they were all talking like RoboCop. I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. I am the law. I am the law. You know, I, okay. Call Urban. That mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag okay, still on, salty. Save it, save it, save it for uh, the New Year's review. Okay, come on. <laughs> okay, call. Save Carl the highlight Urban, show. That motherfucker. <laughs> I okay. He. I thought he made a good, good dread. I mean, <gasps> oh, something. You know, come at something me. Something nice. But something I, I thought, nice. I thought he was a good something dread. Nice. He's okay. an asshole. Okay. He's an asshole in real life. And that's how you channel dread. You know, you know, Kavik is in the giving mood, man. That's the season, isn't it? Charity. I'm Carl Urban, and I'm a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Carl Urban's going to hear this, and he's going to get us canceled. You know what, Carl? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Carl, you know what? We can be friends. If you would like to uh, start over, I, we said hi. I get it. You were busy. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money to take a picture with you. I would have gladly taken a picture with you, but we were poor. And uh, there was a line of other people that had money. So I get it. Carl, next year you meet Kavika at the Starbucks in the lobby of the Hyatt. Uh, ten, I'll, 10 buy, I'll buy. 10 I'll buy. I'll buy Starbucks. Kavika will buy you a Starbucks. You shake. You look. You look each other square in the eye. You shake hands. We're good. I I agree. I I can, I I agree. I'm Carl Urban, and I like truck nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. On this episode, Mark and Dan talk about parenting and Christmas, and of course, Mark's got his awesome stories and Dan's got his fails, because, I mean, what what else is new? All five of us talk about the best Christmas gift we've ever received, and the rest of the episode is edited WTLK style, and by that I mean not at all. This is raw, uncut, thunder talk, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you in 2020. Lightning Lad, roll the thunder live. Thunder Talk. 
So we are now on the week of Christmas. Yay! Hey, yeah! I love the season. Me too. I've definitely grown a lot more reaccustomed to Christmas over the last couple of years than most of the decade. Well, it's not just about Christmas. It's a little bit about Hanukkah, too. But we went full out. I mean, we put Beth on the roof to put up some lights. I went Christmas caroling at my work. (laughs) There's, you know, we're full into festivities. I've been wearing, like, uh, Christmas sweaters, like, nonstop for the past three days. Yeah, she's I'm going to wear another one tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Hey, remember last year we had that vote, that contest on Facebook? Like, hey, ugly, not an ugly sweater, but like, what's your favorite sweater? And you had a light up cat one and you had a Hanukkah one that was maybe light up and maybe none of them had a cat. Yeah. Mary, Mary, Mary Meow. <clears throat> I said something and I remember, Kavika, you went, oh, like you were so you thought it was so cute what I had said. Uh yeah. Cause, well, because yeah. I, I listened to it like 15 times while editing, and it just it's one of those things that got burned into my brain. Just the sound of Kavika going, aww, in genuine, aww, like, oh, aww. So um, you, uh, yeah, how did that, how did that contest go, uh, by the way? How, how, how many, um, we, we did do a, uh, a contest at my work, and we were finalists, but we did not win. But this is all last year stuff. I mean, uh, this year, no, uh, uh, we haven't had really any sweater contests. He was asking for the results of our Facebook poll. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say sweaters it. last oh, year first, yeah, um, as usual. Okay, I, I didn't. Everybody like Hanukkah, Hanukkah Harry, like uh, that one, or uh, did they all like the cat? Uh, Sexy Thor. I don't know. You know. Sexy Thor was the original social media. If, if we're going to go back to like Thunder Talks past, uh, the ghost of that, I should have said it in the other order. Anyway, you were our social media director. You remember that at the very beginning? Yeah. For like before a week. We, before we got like two. Yeah. If, yeah. Before we got two grownups or oh, before I. Well, anyway, I fired sexy Thor. I fired my own boss from the job. It was. It got ugly. You didn't fire me. I quit. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> So I wonder who our ghost would be. Like if Thunder Talk was Scrooge in uh the Christmas Carol, who would be our ghost? Who who you know, like how uh Scrooge ends up running into his like Bob Marley and his, his um <laughs> would like the ESO people no, to, to, um, be our, our right, ghost? Right. Or, well, okay, well first we need a Jacob Marley. And then we need a past, a present, and a future. So Jacob Marley, who would maybe that be? ESO's like the future? Well, no, I, I think Clear Channels is the future. I think our own Netflix special yeah. is the future. Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, that's true. I think, I think the first Thunder Colony on Mars is the future. Um, yeah. So who who would be our evil past? I mean, like. Well, actually, or it could have been a joyous past, because if we're going like Christmas Carol, you know, old Fezziwig and his girlfriend that was played by Daisy Duck in the, do you remember the Disney Scrooge? It was like 28 minutes long. You don't see about it anymore. Yeah. Because uh, it was got pretty dark, I guess. Or Yeah. So like our pet, what, what's Thunder Talk's past? Thunder Talk came from, um... Well, we were more heavily into wrestling and uh, sports. We, yeah. we were kind of <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it had, Thunder Talk. Bad advice. Yeah, it hadn't been around very long before. What would Thor do? We we merged. <laughs> oh yeah, what would Thor into do? Yeah. What we are now, and what we will become. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That would be the past. Uh, the. I, I do like what we're becoming, you know, like we have Mark coming on. We have all these uh, guests that have had opportunities to come out and reach out to their communities on, a, you know, through us. Uh, so I definitely like our future and uh, things that will be coming like just around the bend next year, which is, 
just around the bend. That's like less than uh, a couple weeks away. Oh yeah, no, maybe we'll. Uh, yeah, everybody, you'll oh, hear yeah. you'll hear our New Year's episode sometime in late January. Uh, yeah, I was gonna, see I was, you next year. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, you say you know with Mark coming on. Mark's been c- coming on since uh, July, <laughs> August. Yeah. It's August. Since August, <laughs> he's been. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think our uh, our present is uh, well. Hey, everybody, you got two episodes today. We had that. You obviously are listening to this after our tis tis the season for retro toys episode, and. Uh, yeah, so at present, uh, I think what I'm admitting, everybody, finally, is that this show has very, it comes out very frictionally. You, ke- you can't, you <laughs> no. can't set your watch to Thunder Talk, right? If we're just being honest. You can't rush perfection. No. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, 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 I don't know, Jacob Marley, no, or what was, who, who did, who was, uh, who's the employee Bob Cratchit? Um, I could act like Bob Cratchit, but I think I'd probably be closer to Scrooge. Uh, I think you're, yeah, you are absolutely Scrooge. Uh, you know what, everybody? Like this is this is the loose pitch for Thunder Talks 2020 Christmas special, which is going to be a full on balls to the fucking wall two and a half hour th- Thunder Talk a Christmas Carol <laughs> straight up. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we could we could read like an abridged version of the Christmas Carol. Well, we should just or just a just a gratuitous just thunder treatment of Christmas Carol. You know, you know, since we're saying that we're probably not going to release a January, like a New Year's episode. Oh, Christ, I was joking. Until... I was trying. Oh, f- I, I mean, but, you know, we should do like some di- deep winter <laughs> kind of thing. Like, we could do like a Fargo episode where we all like, oi, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I mean, we could, we could. Uh, do like a, a dark winter episode. Everything is uh, dramatic. Go bears. You know what? Okay. You, you know what? You're right. We'll do a winter where everything is dramatic, but the only thing that's really changed is I will add like a desolate howling wind, like, like track, like, like set <laughs> in the in background, the background of, of the entire yeah. episode. Commer- it's going to run through the commercials and everything. It's just going to be this nonstop, just soul crushing. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know. (laughs) Everyone these days could use a little support and your friends at the ESO network are no different with the ESO network Patreon. The cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit with four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week. You can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. Yeah, there are a lot of angles one has on the holidays that of, uh, you know, uh, you're dating or you're alone. Certainly that of a child, right? The the magic of the magic yeah. of the holidays, the magic of Christmas. Uh, and then there's that of a parent. The memories we have looking down at our children and waiting for their glowing, gleaming eyes over what we've presented to them, what we bought for them. Were we paying attention all year? Did they write Santa a list? Yeah, all those things. Um you know, that was, that was, I guess that was the fun part, you know, like being able to, uh, you know, feed into the whole idea of a Santa Claus right. and, you know, my kids thinking that, you know, I better behave myself and all those things. And, and, you know, Jomar Miles anticipating waking up and opening up presents and leaving cookies for Santa. Right. You know, which that was the that was the part I enjoyed because I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have a nice snack later. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and sometimes I would say, you know what? I think Santa likes um, 
Oreos, uh, double stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think actually the, those didn't exist back in the day. But. Yeah, right, right. I, I think Santa would enjoy a BLT and a and a sixteen ounce beer. Yeah, there you go. He told me. He like, told me what? Yeah. I remember uh, we were at Ron's um, his family's house for the holidays, and one of his nephews was acting up. And Ron's sister-in-law just like yelled at her and says, you better stop that crying or Santa Claus ain't going to bring you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you have that kind of leverage. Kind of the kind oh of leverage around Christmas. And you talk about tears <laughs> drying up like instantaneously. You know, I was like, wow. I said, I wish I had my camera out to... to Film that it was just amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, a childhood memory, you know, <laughs> um, uh, from Ron's side of right. the family, my partner's side of the family. But uh, <laughs> it's it's definitely one to recount, you know, just the power of the parent and Santa. That's right, the Claus. power, the power of Santa. Yeah, you almost mm -hmm. wish you had Christmas year round, but then you realize, wait a minute, that. That costs money. <laughs> right. You're paying right. for that power. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So one of my favorite memories is, uh, I guess when Jomar was about four or five, when we were still living in Brooklyn, I bought him the Sega game uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. So I bought it like I had to buy it like I couldn't wait till the last minute because be sold out. That game was yeah, it was it would be sold out. So I bought it and I said to myself, you know what? I need to test this thing to make sure that it works properly. Right. And so uh, my wife, Joy, you know, she brought me, you know, some wine and <laughs> I was just kind of hanging out right. and figuring things out. And it was a pretty easy setup. Sure. And then I started playing with it, right. you know, and I said, wow, Jomar's going to love this, you know. And another reason, you know, would have been I needed to test it was because it would have been really disappointing to wake up Christmas morning and that game was not. That's uh, real. Yeah. Yep, you yep. know, so I said, okay, I need to do a test. And so, you know, Joe Moore, like I said, he was about four or five years old. He opened it up. I want to say he was like closer to three or four. He opened it up and was super excited. And the two of us started playing with the game. And it was such, it was so awesome to see how happy and excited he was. And I felt like I did a really good job as a oh. parent for, the, for that particular Christmas. Nice. Very cool. So what uh what about Miles? What what's what the? Uh, because oh, you got two of them, right? So, <laughs> so the funniest Christmas experience I remember with Miles, he was about two years old, and he didn't quite grasp what Christmas was at right. two, or maybe it was three. He was three years right. old, yeah. He was three, and and so Joe Mar and I telling him, you know, you need to open up these presents, right? And so first he was being very gentle. I'm like, no, <laughs> just rip it, it open. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he did. He started ripping open stuff and getting really excited. And then he started ripping open everything, even stuff that wasn't for him. <laughs> All right, slow down. Okay, no, no, no. Don't rip that one open. Oh, it's too late. No, okay, you're good. Like the Tasmanian devil around the tree. Just, just like. Right, yeah, right. right. <laughs> and so I said, good job, Miles. Good job. But like. Jomar and I were just cracking up. It was just so funny because he went from zero to 60 <laughs> when it came to opening those right. presents. And I had to actually rewrap presents before folks oh, came. Oh, you know? that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. So two completely different experiences with Jomar and Miles, but that's cool. They're different right, kids. So. Right. As a parent, for me, I'm sure this is nothing new. You're you're looking to recapture the wonderment that you felt as a kid. I, okay, I mean, you know, you, right. you want you want them to have that same magic, and I, you know, being one of the best dads in the universe, next to you, Mark, uh, decided. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go all in, right? I'm just, I'm just going to blow uh -huh. this kid's mind. Christmas right. 2011. I was uh, very deep in the Star Wars toy 
selling, you know, buying and selling business. And I had just mountains of this stuff. And, you know, I would always take a piece for myself. I wasn't just buying and selling. It'd be like, oh, well, I'm buying this for me. I'm buying this for Brock. <laughs> At the same time, you have all the relatives asking, you know, what does Brock want? What does Brock want? Brock's five. And, you know, he loves his dad. He likes spending time with me. And his dad likes Star Wars, right? So, you know, he had said, uh, Star Wars, I guess. And, you know, we, we've never had commercial television in the house uh, going regularly so he wasn't really exposed to all that product out there right you know? so i told everybody star wars and not just star wars but specific stuff that's on the shelf <laughs> right uh they would yeah. throw out a price point i'd be like boom this boom and it was in that particular year hasbro was really on point uh, with with some really great stuff and it was all empire strikes back themed that year and it's like, oh, well, you know, Aunt So-and-So, you're looking about 40 bucks. There's a Tide Bomber exclusive at Walmart. Uh, or, hey, dude, Uncle So-and-So, wow, you're 80 bucks right on. There's a Legacy Collection uh, ad-at, you know, over at Target. If you want to go to Toys R Us, it's in a special limited vintage box, but eh, whatever. Wow, you were really on it, man. I mean, I mean, you're the type of parent, you're like the dream parent, because to be able to tell relatives where they can get what they need and what the price point's going to be. I mean, that's like, that's just awesome. That's on point. You, you would, you would think, <laughs> yeah. you would think there's more story. Uh, so, uh, and, and all of them, all of them, you know what? <laughs> Let me cut you a check. You know what? Here, shut up. <laughs> just take my money. I'm not gonna, <laughs> you know, I'd tell them I had it all set up and they're just like, eh, just you go buy it yourself and wrap it and put my name on it. I'm like, Hey, even better. <laughs> you know, and, and then plus, you know, I had all of these toys for him that, you know, Christmas Eve, I set up just the most amazing display, just, just balls to the wall, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, I had a whole Lando Cloud City thing over by the couch, you know, the AT-AT set up over there. You know, I had the stuff wrapped, you know, from all the different relatives in their names and, and displays. And, you know, I and if I were five years old waking up to that, I may have been the youngest person to have a heart attack, you know, out of just pure shock. It was it, it would have been yeah. it was my my would have been my dream Christmas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sounds like it. The key word is the key phrase is my dream Christmas. Oh, I see. So this was the day it was revealed that Brock's fandom for Star Wars and the toys was more connected to spending time with me than any real interest in Star Wars. <laughs> right? I, I got you. Yeah. Because yeah. 364 days a year, yeah, it's about dad and bonding with dad. But Christmas Day, he was old enough to know, damn it, this is my day. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he came out, and there was a moment where he's like, yeah, cool. It was, he was overwhelmed. I just, I, I, it was grotesque just how much merch just from coming from myself that I threw out there. I was up all night. I was up all night playing with Star Wars toys, Mark, is what I was doing. <laughs> right? Just like a kid, you couldn't even wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Right? So he's looking around. He's like, cool, okay. And, you know, he's not really freaking out. I'm like, well, you know, maybe you can't fully appreciate how I articulated all of these various scenes from the movie with what are the best of the best highest dollar figures oh and by the way I got them at a brilliant price because I'm in the game and all that kind of stuff okay cool and he's looking around he's opening the presents and he's enjoying it don't get me wrong it wasn't like uh, and he unwraps everything and it's all out and I wanted him to know that no dad did this of course he knows dad did this all the loose toys I put up, and all of the other toys were from relatives. So, of course, it came from aunt so-and-so, grandma, all of that. Right. It's all said and done. He still hasn't popped. He still hasn't been like, oh, my God, you're the best. This is awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're waiting for that moment. Waiting for that moment. Right. And where he's like, oh, Dad, thank you. You're the best. Right when that looks like it's about to happen, he looks at me and asks, which one of these came from Santa? Oh my 
gosh. Because mm. in my se- drop. in my complete self-absorption, <laughs> which trying trying to give really myself the best Christmas ever, I forgot to label anything, give any inclination that anything was from Santa. Oh man! Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yep. Okay. And he's just looking so, at me. All right, he's five years old. Brock is five. All right, Dan, how did you get out of this one? Oh, dude, okay. <laughs> all right. And, and, uh, okay, so one of the gifts, just one of the random gifts from a random aunt or uncle. I'm thinking, you know, face recognition. A lot of these people we don't see often. I just right. went, uh, that one. <laughs> that one. And he's like, uh-huh. I thought you said it was Aunt something. No, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> that that loose thing over there, that was from Uncle So-and-so. No, no, that's, that's you know, that's uh, from Santa. And he's like, <laughs> and, and it was one of the mid-dollar items, you know. Right, right, right. And he's like, oh, okay, okay, cool, okay. Now, uh, not oh a week at no dude that night because then we drove out to palm springs to uh visit where a bunch of relatives would gather at my aunt and uncle's place for oh, christmas dinner no. don't tell me you got busted i got busted <laughs> oh damn <laughs> wow what are the chances right so i'm juggling like the, the sex she's like oh so did you like the because i didn't expect you know aunt so-and-so to to give a damn Say about anything. to give a damn about this Star Wars stuff, right, right. But I, you know, that was on me because that that one aunt, my aunt Pat, was she was very she was always like the cool aunt that got you the she got you the good mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and he's like, Brock's like, wait, a, what? Wait a minute, and and now I'm juggling and trying to smooth over. I'm trying to lie. Okay, I'm trying to lie my way out of this. To both Brock and my aunt simultaneously. Oh my god! Both requiring different answers, right? <laughs> right, right. And wow, sounds like a low triangle. Oh, too. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. So. Uh, how do you? Who do, how do you explain it to girlfriend and wife? Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I just said, well, and you know what? I, you know, my aunt. I think eventually lost interest, and Brock. I took a. I had to, I had, uh, I was just like, hey, no, I meant the other thing, buddy. I'm sorry. I, I got confused. Christmas is a confusing time for grownups. You'll learn that when you start uh, having an income and having to buy your kids stuff. And Santa Claus. Oh, my God. Uh, also, you know, networking with Santa Claus and, uh, you know, and he's, it's, I love you. I love you. Brock, I love you. Merry Aww. Christmas. I love you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't say that. Sorry, but, you know. Right. Uh what did your wife say during all this going on? She didn't give a Anything? shit about. She didn't give a shit about any of it, dude. She didn't give a shit about any of it. She, She's like, yeah, that's on you. She did. I don't, I don't even know if she knows this story, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, that is funny. That is so funny. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And here's here's the uh, the the epilogue to all of that. Not not six months later, Brock looks up at me and says, "Dad." And, and there's worry in his eyes. He, you can tell that he's he needs to he's, he's coming to me with some heavy, some heavy stuff, right? Yes. He looks up at me and says, "Dad, I think Pokemon is cooler than Star Wars." Wow! <laughs> wow! I don't know about our fans, but I enjoy. When I'm listening to things and uh, I hear like some type of back audio to, you know, sweep you in, you know, to to tug at those emotional heartstrings. I'll give you an example. Like today, we just watched the new Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars talk. So in Star Wars, um, everybody that's ever seen it. And people, possibly people that haven't seen it, will recognize that Star Wars music is very emotional. And it can actually convey so much emotion. It pulls you through 
all these dramas and everything. So I like it whenever we add a little extra music. Hey, uh, th- th- there's there's a ghost of, of Thunder Talk future. Uh, John Williams does the soundtrack for every single episode. Yeah. Except, yeah. except the color purple. Uh, the color purple was the, the music was done by Quincy Jones. Only Spielberg movie, at least up to a certain date, that wasn't done by John Williams. Really? Yeah, the new Star Wars. A lot of opinions about that. A lot of feelings, as one would think. Okay. Beth, real quick, uh, we need to do a Beth check on this. Uh, spoiler etiquette. Where, where are we at with that? It's The movie just came out. We're way too early to give out any spoilers. And besides, we're supposed to be talking about Christmas and not Star Wars. Well, I thought we would maybe... I mean, Star I Wars is Christmas. The Christmas and Star Wars. I, every Christmas, Star Wars comes out, at least for the last, like, three years. So Christmas is Star Wars now. No, that's... I will, that's I'm going to be so sad next year, whenever Christmas gets here, and there's no Star <laughs> Wars. I'm going to lose my mind. What is coming out next, next Christmas? Dude, that's not Star Wars talk, okay? It's either Christmas or Star Wars or Hanukkah, man. Don't, don't, don't take us... I have a hard enough time keeping Kavika from... You guys are taking off in the left field. We're trying to reel you all back in, reel you back in. Hey, how are you guys doing on Whamageddon? Okay. Are you guys still in the game? Yes, I'm 10,000% still in the game on Whamageddon. Whamageddon? Whamageddon, yes. Well, I'm still in for sure. I don't know if Kavika has lost Whamageddon when I wasn't around. Kavika's looking confused. Kavika, she doesn't know about Whamageddon. No, you know what? No, what? Adam, Adam, explain Whamageddon. Explain Whamageddon to, to Kavika. No, Blew. no, you you have to say it. If you don't, if you don't know what it means, you have to actually say it in the microphone. Do you know what Whamageddon is? I, sexy Thor, comma, do not know what Whamageddon <laughs> means. Yeah, Beth, I'm not alone. One of us. Let's do this. One. <laughs> what's what's up? Okay. Whamageddon. Whamageddon began on December 1st and goes until midnight of Christmas Eve. So you have to get through all, through all of Christmas Eve. And then like once December 25th hits, you're set free. But you cannot hear the Wham version of Last Christmas during that time. And if you do hear it, as soon as you recognize that you've lost, last Christmas, you've lost Whamageddon. My heart, and then now here's the thing: then you gave it away. Only the Wham version counts. So if you hear any covers, you're fine. You can listen to all the covers you want, but the original Wham Last Christmas, if you hear it, you're out. So we're still in. I think yeah. I, I don't think I've actually I've heard a lot of covers. I've well, heard we some heard remixes. it when we were when we were shopping for Black Friday, but that was before December first. Oh, Whamageddon I mean, started on December first. Let's be real. She heard it. I don't pay attention that much. Well, that's good because there's actually a movie out right now called Last Christmas that has uh, a lot of George Michael and Wham songs, including Last Christmas. But I only ever heard it in passing in November. Isn't that the guy, uh, the guy from Crazy Rich Asians or something in that? What? Yep, George and Michael? Dragon That's Queen weird. Lady. No, George Michael's the guy that, well, I don't know. I could say a lot of good things. I could say some really weird things. Why would you think he's in Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians? He passed away before that movie came out, I think. Dan yeah. is completely confused about what you're talking about, wifey. Okay, so there's this movie called Crazy Rich Asians. I know, I'm fucking with you. That was a joke. <laughs> that was comedy. Come on. He's been fucking with us all night. <laughs> he's... <laughs> yeah well sometimes dan makes jokes that just don't land because no one gets it but dan well, then, you know what actually you know what i would say to myself in a mirror and i do this every day i'd say then it wasn't a joke dan the responsibility is on you to be funny the responsibility is on you to take your audience from beginning to end and if i can't do that then it wasn't a joke beth i don't even deserve that yeah then it's just dan wasting space did did he just take you to completion? I don't think so. I'm Dan, and nice. I take you to completion. <laughs> hey, hey, okay, you know what? I'm throwing out a spoiler. I can't believe that Darth Maul was Ray's mom. Straight up, right? Okay. I 
to the people that have already seen this, we are going to put a giant spoiler nunchuck chop <laughs> in front of that. Boom. <laughs> spoiler alert. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was... The story made sense to me. I mean, I was I was happy with the story. And the people that I've seen um, rebel against the story and like... Rawr, are usually the same type of people that uh, put uh, truck nuts on their vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? As Thunder Talk... Fucking truck nutters. We stand by that statement. <laughs> okay, nutters. Yeah. Okay, nutters, bring it. What? Uh, go ahead and let us know. You can find us at uh, where can they find us? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know why I'm plugging us. I don't really quite feel like getting off the mic just yet. Yeah, I mean, you can find us at our 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 nearest liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Nerdlanta. Hey, what's up? This is Master Blazer and Walt Hitman from Atlanta Roller Derby. Hey, what's up? It's Mike, Brian, Eric, Eric. And Brandon. Brandon. Hey, what's up? This is Catherine Barsonistas from the nerdy food blog, thegluttonousgeek.com. Hey, this is Rory, a.k.a. Catlanta. It's Atlanta's only live nerdy podcast, available now on the ESO Network. Hey, that's pretty good. We are Nerd Atlanta. The best gift I ever got for Christmas as a child, I think I was about five years old, and it was the My Little Pony Dream Castle, which was a huge deal because, of course, my family didn't have a lot of money growing up, but at that point in time, my dad had a job that gave him a good Christmas bonus, so during the year, you know, we didn't get a lot, but we usually got a really good Christmas, and so... I got the My Little Pony Dream Castle, and it was amazing because it was this big pink castle, and it had you know little turrets, and it came with a pony and little crowns you could put on their heads, and like a throne and little like golden jumping hoops to jump your ponies through, and it was all mine because of course when you're the youngest of four kids, like a lot of times we would get things to share or. You know, it was like yours, but your siblings still wanted to mess with it. And since I was the youngest and I was a girl, I got a lot of hand-me-downs. But the My Little Pony Dream Castle was all mine because my sister is five years older. She didn't care about my, my castle at that point in time. Or maybe she just didn't, like, want to care about it. I don't know. But... Of course, my brothers didn't mess with it. You know, sometimes I would play with their toys and sometimes they would play with some of mine, but nobody really cared about the castle the way I did. So it was amazing. And I saw like the huge box under the tree and I was like, please let it be the My Little Pony Dream Castle. And it was, which was so awesome. But then I would say the other best present I got as a child was a group present and that was probably a couple years after that, a few years after that. As a group gift for all four of us kids, we got the original Nintendo. And so we got the Nintendo, and of course it came with like the Duck Hunt and the original Mario on the one cartridge. And then they also got us the first Legend of Zelda game with the gold cartridge. And so we played the crap out of that. And of course, that was an amazing gift but I did have to share it, but we loved it. And it was amazing. And those were my best gifts as a child. Uh, well, I think the one that's gonna take the cake is the one that I found out that I'm going to get this year. <laughs> I found out I'm getting for Christmas tickets to a WWE live event at Bon Secours in February. It's not like the televised shows that are on Monday and Tuesday. It's just going to be a like a live event house show, which is sort of a non-canon, if you will. 
where they just have all the superstars come together, wrestling some matches, take some pictures. Everybody's happy. It's just you just can't watch it on USA or the WWE Network. It's just, you know, revisiting old rivalries, you know, just giving you some cool matchups. Uh, as far as the coolest present that I've received so far uh, was probably back in 2001 when my aunt and my step uncle got me an original Xbox, not to be confused with the Xbox One, but the first Xbox, along with the Halo Combat Evolved. This is also Xbox with that really weird controller, like huge and bulky and like it had the black and white buttons that were like on top and slanted and oval and weird shit. And I have enjoyed my Xbox over the last 17 years. can't even think of the best gift I have ever received for either Hanukkah or Christmas. That is such a, a daunting thing, I think. Um, I don't know. I'll give it my best shot. I remember whenever I was probably nine or ten, and we were living here in Oklahoma, and... We were actually, we had already celebrated Hanukkah, but as many people who celebrate Hanukkah know, you most likely would get um, practical gifts. And so I got uh, the usual assortment of books, uh, pajamas, um, candy, that kind of thing. And this Christmas, um, my brother and I would come out all, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed probably 4.50 in the morning, something like that, some ungodly hour. And there they are. There's some, by our standards now, very small TVs. And we, my brother and I both got a, a matching pair of TVs, like big old CRT versions kind of thing. And we got several other gifts that Christmas, but I think that that was probably the, best gift. I think my brother's was like a, a Sega Genesis. I think that was his favorite one. I don't know. This is a really good question though. Nineteen eighty eight. Boom! Christmas morning. The original NES. And it was the one it of course it had the controllers and the gun and it had the power pad. It was it was like this uh, this vinyl plastic mat that you would unfold, and it had uh, three rows, four buttons each, and divided down the middle, blue buttons on the uh, left, red buttons on the right. Plugged it into the Nintendo, and it had the Olympic Games on it. And I remember my dad, whom I inherited an awesome eating disorder from, was like, "Now you're going to use that power pad, right? That's why we got it." Like, I'd never even heard of this fucking power pad. It was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. It was maybe the best gimmick. It was a couple steps up from, like, Robbie the Robot. If you all remember Robbie the Robot. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say it was better than the power glove. Total fucking gimmick. It's like, you make sure to use it. I want you to use that 30 minutes a day. Like, here's a Nintendo, but God damn it. <laughs> You're going to sweat. You're going to sweat, fatty. You're going to sweat. And even, like, that whole, like, oh, fuck, there's commitment with this fucking thing. Uh, even that couldn't completely ruin <laughs> the moment for me. Power pad sucked ass. Like you can actually sit on the ground and hit it with your hands and get the uh, get your little guy to run and jump better <laughs> and faster than actually standing on this thing and like trying to run because you'd run and jump and all of that and sweat and I wasn't having any of that shit. I uh, didn't leave my room for like a week. I got total Nintendo thumb. After like 72 hours of just straight playing Mario and elevator action. Uh, then after that, it became the family's Nintendo. And uh, <laughs> funny thing is, though, at the end of it all, at the end of all of that, that was Christmas of 88. My Nintendo was long gone. All that shit just totally out of my life. Uh, 2001, when I was moving from where I was all the way out to where I did, there was a family storage unit I had to go into and unload and sell and take and whatever. And in the back of the storage unit was the power pad. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the power pad and I had a moment uh, by the dumpster of some uh, some storage U-Haul whatever place. It's like at the edge of the dumpster, our fellowship <laughs> comes to an end. <laughs> 
I just started the new season. season four. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it. So let's talk about Star Wars again. Uh, <laughs> another spoiler. Well, that sounds like a you problem. Wada was behind it the whole time. That was that was stupid. That's one thing about the movie I didn't like. Watto, remember Watto? Everybody remembers Watto. We're losing you, Dan. Watto, uh, the 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 flying blood dick from Phantom Menace, and a little bit in Attack of the Clowns. Uh, what? What? My tricks don't work on yeah. me. Only money. I'm a gonna. People gonna think maybe I'm a racial stereotype. Oh, jeez. And that maybe they can't quite pinpoint. Toy Darian's gonna toy dare. Yeah, that too. Uh, Dan has been breaking up, so we've missed a lot of what he said. You can't hear me? Can you? Okay, I'm hitting my button right now. Is everybody. Like right now, he's lit up green, but we hear nothing. Tell him I'm rebooting Discord. He's rebooting Discord. And now tell our audience what. Uh, Hey, Hey, now we can all talk smack on Dan. I'm not hitting. Yeah! Sexy Thor, what is your biggest pet peeve about Dan? I think Dan is the nicest uh, guy. You know, he's still I, that, right here in front of me. Yeah, literally, that <laughs> is not a pet awkward. peeve. No, the audience yeah. can hear me right now. I was now. trying like, to get you to, you know. Kavika's saying yeah, something We're right trying now. to get you to roast Dan. In the booth, I don't know. Yeah, we're don't trying, know trying, to get Dan, say they're trying to get you to roast Dan. Apparently, Dan's not roasting on an open fire. Sexy Thor, edging towards the door. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So, okay, here's, right, here's the thing. Can you hear me now? What's a really terrible Dirty Santa gift? Nah. Like, terrible in his, and like, you don't want to open it. Nobody wants to steal it. Like, Diapers. I'm thinking like a, a real thing someone would okay. bring for Dirty Santa. I'm not thinking like, so, think outside the box, what's the weirdest thing, but like legit things you see people bring to Dirty Santa that are just lame. A vanilla candle. Like every program. basic bitch, Betty, brings some type of like candle pack. And if I have to smell another just plain vanilla candle, I will, I don't know. I don't it, want it just, up any f- you will incur violence upon Yes. I, so last night we played Dirty Santa and the we, we played Dirty Santa with this group of people that are um, uh, a, a kennel, club. kennel it, club. Yeah, it's my mother's kennel club. Anyway, the majority of gifts were dog themed and or alcohol. So, of course, people, all, everybody fought over the alcohol, but then like a a very nice dog themed casserole dish, you know, might uh, you know people would fight for it. Yeah, most of the gifts were pretty decent. Yeah, I and but in that type of crowd, like what was the gift that you would not want to get? It would just be like it was like th- that that basic Betty candle, you know, like you get a vanilla can. You're like, no, Fine. it was the toilet set. Someone oh. gave like. A, a set that you would use to dress your toilet for Christmas so you could put like a snowman toilet no. cover I on think it. it wasn't he like a particular snowman um it's from frozen oh they all thought it was olaf but i don't think it was supposed I, no, to be olaf i think it, it might have been yeah, i was olaf. about to say i would totally uh use an olaf toilet cover oh it, it was so weird like the body of it was the the mat around the toilet and then it was like the face was the toilet lid and so yeah. it, like it would come up you know like all of a sudden you know like come up smiling at you <laughs> it was so pretty my name is olaf and i like form shits. yeah something like that that one was a very good gift and then there was like you know, generic stuff can be useful, but generic stuff is like the worst kind of gifts. Like you said, like the candles are like a throw blanket. And it's like, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, you really can't have too many throw blankets. But at the same time, you probably already have too many throw blankets or like those one size fits all like stretchy gloves. That's my thing. If someone gives me another pair of those, I'm going to throw them back in their face because they never fit my hands. Well, I mean, the one size fits all thing is a fallacy anyway. It's like the 
the uh, the median the median size, which is like the three percent of the population. <laughs> My hands are too big. Sexy so, Thor, what do you think is terrible? Oof. You know, that's a very good question because even the cheesiest of gifts I'm just appreciating more and more. Like Well I I like I mean I I like the practical gifts of socks and underwear and all that kind well, of stuff. Well the older the older you get to the less the more you can afford your own stuff or just get what you like if you need gloves you just go get them. And consumables yeah. are the shit. As you get older, consumables, whether it's a dirty Santa thing, whether it's a regular gift exchange, or it's your family or whatever, it's like Kavika and I, both of our moms, have a lot of crap. So we try to get consumables. So that way it's useful and they'll actually use it instead of just contributing to all the knickknacks and such around the house. Right. And I definitely agree about the candle, especially since I don't really uh, do candles in the house anyway. Your time will come, young Padawan. Your time will come. <laughs> I, I'm I'm ah. looking forward. I'm looking forward to future Adam, like uh, you know, fifteen fifteen years from now, Adam. So Goodness. he'll be like a nice scotch. Yeah, he'll be a, a nice scotch. You know, he'll he'll be. You know, a little bit settled down. Somebody will have well like, aged. Yeah, well aged. A little bit uh, salt and pepper. So, Dan, then. Did we lose Dan? Is Dan dead to us now? Or? Yeah, he said, "Screw you guys." He's gonna go have a smoke. I mean, it's fine. We'll just keep recording by ourselves. So we can. Uh, I'll just like talk trash. Dan, he literally just walked back in. Shh. <laughs> I mean, hi, Dan. How are you? Hi. Do you know that cigarettes are bad for your health? That's what I heard. So even when I'm not here, I'm what you're talking about. The Surgeon General said so. Well, I mean... Actually, we were talking about, like, what are terrible gifts to, like, get in Dirty Santa. Like, legit things that people bring. So we're not asking you to to go out in the left field and think of, like, the wildest thing you can think of. Uh, Okay. I don't understand any of that. Okay. Have you ever played Dirty Santa? Have you ever played Dirty Santa? No. Never... I, ooh, I've heard of it though. Like, it is something you play at an office party when the office party is not. Doesn't sometimes, have sometimes, or just we have friends that have parties that'll do a dirty Santa thing. But well, basically, like, is it something where you can say like "fucking boobies" and and buttholes in front of people comfortably, no, or is it like you're on no. you're on the clock kind of thing? Well, okay. here's the thing: different. I've played Dirty Santa in different situations and it depends on the culture of who's playing that determines what the gifts are like i feel like back i feel like back in like the 90s or early zeros there was a lot more dirty santa where people brought like gag gifts but i think now most people mean mean gifts back in the 90s yeah is it the one where you can like take presents from other people yeah everybody draws a number that game that's dumb uh, well, yeah. in the 90s, it used to be very cut, like, very mean. That like, sounds like a cocaine fucking Wall Street gifts. 80s kind of <laughs> Now it's like... <laughs> that sounds like Phil Collins in the background, fucking, like, American Psycho shit. Well, now mo- most people try to bring, like, good gifts, and it's it's more fun to have gifts that people actually want, but then you still end up with people that bring, like, dud gifts. And so we were talking about, like, what are the... the things that you don't want to get and Kavika said a vanilla candle yeah like every time like some very basic Betty gives you like a set of candles of vanilla (laughs) and yeah and like it and it's like some type of cursive it says you know like (laughs) family <laughs> you know, right, hope right. or yeah, some, right. Some, Live, laugh, love. It's the, yeah. the, the gift equivalent live, of walking laugh, into somebody's love. house. Live, 
Yeah, you're going to get three candles. One says live, one says laugh, and one says love. And as soon as I open that, I'm just like, kapow. What does the love candle smell like? Musk. It's pure musk. <laughs> they have a, you walk into somebody's house and they have a framed poster of the Eiffel Tower, like black and white photo, and it says Paris. <laughs> yeah that's the kind of stuff people bring yeah. sometimes the dirty santa i said those stupid stretchy like quote unquote one size fits all gloves i hate them i've been given those gloves too many times i'm ready to throw them back on somebody's face because they do not fit my large hands sick of them damn gloves. so dan what is the worst dirty santa gift Oh gosh! It's the uh, game of Dirty Santa itself. I've never, I've never played Dirty Santa, so I'm asking but... like, what's what's the most like <laughs> gift I ever gave it anybody? Yes, yes. Um, I have to have given a lot of lousy. Well, no, I don't know. I've never given anybody a poster, black and white photo of the Eiffel Tower with the word Paris below it. But now, but now somebody's getting it. But now somebody, yeah. It's going to become like Whamageddon. Like someone's going to just get that poster gifted to them randomly and they lose the game of Christmas that year. All right. Christmas memory that I want to share uh, is actually from Christmas of 1969, which I just thought about 10 seconds ago, because um, I had to think about what was on Saturday morning. <laughs> this particular <laughs> as, Christmas as you happened often on, do. Right, right. This particular Christmas happened on Saturday morning in 1969, and I was watching this show called "Will the Real Jerry Lewis Please." Sit down. <laughs> and um, it was based on the Jerry Lewis character and some of the caricatures from his past movies. Um, I just remember that playing on the television set. Uh, and I had gotten a tape recorder, which I had been begging my parents for, a tape sure. recorder, because guess what? I wanted to record my voice and also record my favorite Saturday morning cartoons. Hey. And so... Here we are. <laughs> yeah, so I was really happy when I got it. And uh, my father also had a lot of cool recording equipment. He had a reel-to-reel, and, and he was the one that was making the home movies and stuff, you know, which, of course, all these things were an early influence right. uh, with me. And so I'm playing with the tape recorder. I'm playing with the tape recorder. Ding-dong, the doorbell rings, and my favorite aunt and uncle come in into the house and you know they came over our house every christmas they were like there every right. christmas and you know we always look forward to seeing them because you know they're my favorites right. and uh so i give my aunt a big hug and wish her a merry christmas and then i go to my uncle and i give him a hug and he goes merry christmas and then he pulls out a package. He's he's his hands are behind his back, and he and he surprises me with a Christmas present. He goes, "Merry Christmas, Mark!" And I open it up. I open up the package, and it's a GI Joe action figure. Ooh, yeah, my very first one. Something else I I had been asking for right. and would not get, and um, over the years, you know. Right. And Santa just wouldn't bring me a present. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, and I was so surprised because, A, I had completely forgotten about G.I. Joe. Right. And B, the tape recorder was like, you know, back in those days, new technology. Oh, and dude. I was just... <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, that was like, that was already like... You know, thank you, Santa. That like your main gift. You know, like you were right, all, right. your expectations had already been exceeded. Yes, yes, that's it. And when the GI Joe came, it was like icing on the cake. Wow. Literally, I was like, wow. Nice. So I was like really super excited, and of course, I forgot all about the tape recorder, <laughs> 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 and immediately started playing with the GI Joe. Right. You know, so it was really cool, and it was a nice surprise. That it came from my aunt and uncle, 
right. who I love dearly and that they surprised me that Christmas. And oh. it's one of those Christmases that I will just never, ever forget. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Hey, Geekazoids. The Metal Geeks Podcast is your source for all things geeky from the perspective of a couple of metalheads. And me, George. That's right, and George. This is Carrie the Metal Geek along with... Brutal Dave. And George Tripsis. Join us as we wax philosophical about our favorite subjects. Yeah, like what? Movies. And TV shows. Video games. Comics. Theme parks. And heavy metal. Join us on each episode as we discuss special topics. George hates metal. And find out what's tickling our little geeks. And much more. Come listen to us as we audibly age in your ear holes. You can find us on the social medias at Metal Geeks and visit us on our website at MetalGeeksPodcast.com. Keep it metal. Keep it geeky. And me, George! Be the first person to reach out to us and say, hey, I listened to your show. By hitting us up through email and email specifically. The, and we we found our, our email is what it's thunder talk podcast at gmail.com hit us up and i all of us you know I'm, I'm gonna you know what i'm gonna throw my three co-hosts under the bus all of us will by at some point between now and july get you a poster <laughs> what of the eiffel tower with the word paris below it yeah be the first and i promise kavika beth or Adam or me, and that's literally in the order of reliability. You will get that poster. You know what? <laughs> I will paint you that poster. It will be an original. I will paint the Eiffel Tower, Paris. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's you know Mark taught me a uh, an old timey phrase called "in the cups." What was the movie with uh, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Whatever Happened to Baby yeah, Jane. Yeah, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, how the biographer a biographer of that film uh, had written both both women would, I believe he said, would, would phone the producer at night and bitch about the other person, right? Or call the director and bitch about the other person. And as the biographer put it, first, like, Joan Crawford would call, and at that point in the evening, she would be in the cups or in her She'd cups. Be drunk. She'd be in her cups. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. cups. Yeah. And then Betty Davis, you know, would shortly thereafter, maybe after dinner, regularly would call and she would be in her cups. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a good old I've, saying. I've heard that before. I've heard it too. I knew that. I, one. I mean, I think that we should bring that saying back. You know, like, I'll be like, oh, she's in her cups. Yeah, Kavika, when offering to paint the Eiffel Tower for you, I is I will paint is the Eiffel Tower for you in her cups. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's you know it's it's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a, it's that podcast life, yo. It's that podcast life. Yeah, yeah. Pod life. I mean, reach out, reach out to us. I will gladly paint you an Eiffel Tower. And I'll paint, you know, I'm not that bad. And apparently in my family, you just become better as you retire. And you oh, just, damn. you know, yeah, it's a thing. We just become painters or something. So there's that. All right. Well, I yeah, mean. Merry Christmas, everybody. Because we're on. Yeah, Merry I think Christmas. I mean, if ever there was a mic drop uh, for a podcast, it's whatever the fuck Avika was just contest. talking about. Yeah. 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 Uh, you, you have to email us. You have to put in the subject line <laughs> sexy Thor's hidden webcam and in yeah. the body just write, Hey, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> and that and that <laughs> painting will be yours. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I want if we could have to paint this Eiffel Tower. Two? I I you know what? I wanna have to paint this Eiffel Tower. And I will bitch about it, but I will paint it with love. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope 
that all of you have the most wonderful Christmas and New Year. Spend time with your family and your friends and just get out there and enjoy life. Be now, be present. Um, thank you for listening to us here at Thunder Talk and, you know, be blessed. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, be nice to everyone, and go watch Star Wars. Be nice to everyone while watching Star Wars. <laughs> and, and, and you know what? If you can, if you can, yeah. unless you have some fucking YouTube channel and you're a parasite, I mean, hey, we're parasites, uh, try to be nice to fucking Star Wars, okay? Seriously, yeah. Star Wars didn't fail. It's made a billion dollars, and uh, Baby Yoda's a thing, so you're wrong. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. Whatever you celebrate, have a happy one. And also my gift to all of you is it's okay to not like things. You're allowed to not like things. Just don't be a little bitch on the internet about it. Is that is that a good gift? No? Yes? <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, think I was, was going to go be a bitch right now on the internet, but thank you now that I've been blessed mm. with Beth's... Yeah. Beth's... Like, that's like the third best gift I'm going to get this I'm, year. I'm not going to be a bitch on the internet from now until 2020. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, everybody, uh, thank you for listening to this. Uh, you know, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, happy, I, I guess, solstice if you're a druid still or if you're, or if you like buy scented candles and want to be a druid still. Uh, or if you don't believe in anything, you know, f I don't believe in anything. That's that's okay too. Happy uh, Festivus then. For the yeah, rest is, is of us. Is that us. a Seinfeld thing? Yes. Because yep. I always see it associated with Seinfeld memes. Yeah. Air 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 your grievances. I mean, you already do that on Twitter. It's kind of took a dark. It's kind of took a dark turn, man. Like like I was thinking like, you know, I was when Linus just drops. Boom! What Christmas is all about in in the Christmas Charlie Brown 1963? Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping to go out on that note. Shit. Um, and we are. You just keep talking. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thunder Talk is a production of the Weirdos Workshop with special guest star Mark McRae. Starring Kavika Allo, Adam Wedston, Beth Allo, and Dan Klink. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ThunderTalkPod. Our email address is ThunderTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.